You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 104 of the Blended Family Podcast. Did you all have a nice Thanksgiving? I sure hope so. You know, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays because it's about gratitude and family. I have so much to be thankful for this year. And as we sat down for dinner, and I was lucky enough to have all of my children home this year, and well, we all went around the table and told one another what we're thankful for this year. That's one of my favorite traditions. Obviously, I'm thankful that I got married this year, but as I looked at each one of my children, I told them exactly what made me thankful about them, and it was special and beautiful and perfect, actually. But I've got to tell you, I had a rough week this week, and by the way my week was going, it didn't look like I was going to have that nice dinner. So today, instead of speaking about the topic that I had planned for you, I'm just going to be real. I had such a bad week that I didn't have time to prepare a show. You know, when I bring you a topic, I like it to be perfect. I like to do my research. And I just couldn't this week. I ran out of time. And rather than not bring you a show at all, I thought you might want to hear what's been going on in my life. As you know, I do tell you personal stories, but I don't speak a lot about my stressors or my problems For some reason, I feel that you don't want to hear that. You have enough of your own problems, and you come here to get support and help, and I love to provide that space for you. But at the same time, I think it's important for you to know that I struggle with the same things as you do, that my life isn't perfect, that my family isn't perfect, and that sometimes I just don't have all the answers. So this week, I was a bit overwhelmed. I had two interviews for other podcasts that I'm going to be a guest on, plus two interviews that I needed to prepare for this show that are coming up, plus today's show, a full schedule at work, I had the kids most of the week, and I had to cook dinner for the holiday. And that's fine. It's kind of normal for me to overwork myself. I'm used to it at this point. But for some reason lately, some of the kids are not getting along. And I got so frustrated. Remember the show I did on setbacks? That's what I was experiencing this week, setbacks. Why? After almost 10 years, are we going to start having these issues again? You know, we're trying to work during the day, and we're getting phone calls, and then we come home and we have to mediate, and then my mother-in-law was not getting along with the kids either, which only made things worse. And on top of that, each child is going through their own personal issues right now. My son is experiencing bouts of depression which is worrisome for us because of his accident. Head trauma can cause depression. The three girls are full of emotions. And so with everything going on, I have to stop and try to fix it all because that's what I do, right? Well, I had a little emotional breakdown on Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving. I just lost it. My losing it is really just me locking myself in the bathroom and crying for two hours, but that's how I deal with myself. And I felt a little better after that, but not much because I was still holding in a lot of emotion. I'm always so worried about hurting my family or making them worry that I don't express what I need. 
I swallow a lot, sometimes to make everyone else happy. And I know some of you are like that too. I got a lot of feedback when I did the show on people pleasing. So I know you're out there, but it's not a good way to be. Anyway, Sean and I had a big talk after everything happened and I did feel better after that. But once I felt better, I needed to talk to my children as well so they could understand why I was acting the way I was. And in all of that, we realized some amazing things. See, I'm a highly sensitive person and an empath. We found out by a lot of observing and talking that my daughter is both of those as well. And my son is a highly sensitive person, which really gave me great insight into understanding both of their behavior. This is the daughter, by the way, that I was having so much trouble with. She's made a complete turnaround this summer and suddenly is showing this empathic side that I'd never seen before. And looking back, now I know, I get it now, why she was acting out. She didn't know how to process all of the stimulation coming at her, and she was picking up on everyone else's emotions. It was really eye-opening for me. And then my son, who's going through these depressions, realizing how highly sensitive he is makes me understand why things affect him so deeply. Because I'm just learning these things about myself now at almost 40 years old. Well, now I'm realizing that they're this way too. And that's actually a gift because I can help them. So then came the work of trying to help my kids each understand themselves. And also working with the other two children so they could understand their siblings. It was a lot of parenting this week. Did you ever have one of those days or weeks where you just felt like you were overworked as a parent? So that was me this week. But you know, that short time at the dinner table, it made up for it. And Thanksgiving, my kids didn't fight that day. In fact, they got along better than usual. It was a win for me. And I know every day can't be like that, and it's not. But that one day in the week made up for the bad. And I used all that negative emotion, all those problems that we had to really help us grow. That little breakdown I had, I used it to make me communicate to Sean what I need. I used it to help me express my feelings to my children. And why am I telling you all this? I guess I just want you to know that I'm vulnerable, that I'm facing the same challenges you are, that I actually understand you because I'm living it. Just because I'm 10 years in doesn't mean my struggles are over. I'm still learning too, right along with you. And I think it's important for you to know that. And even though I don't always share with you my sadness or my pain, it doesn't mean I'm spared from it. I'm living it, and I actually use it to help you and to help myself grow. So enough about me. However, because of my crazy week, I didn't have time to prepare the show I wanted to for you. So instead, we'll talk about some other things and hit on a listener question instead. First, I wanna talk about some activity in the Facebook group lately. If you're new and you don't know what I'm talking about, we have a private Facebook group for all of the listeners to connect. And that's at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. So I'm very active in the group. I read all of the posts and I try to respond when I can. I love what I'm seeing in there lately, just a lot of support and love. Recently, someone, or a few of you, were commenting about being concerned about a partner's ex also being in the group. So these were stepmoms, worried about being able to share their feelings in a space where possibly the ex-wife could be a witness to this. 
And this is a valid point. Unfortunately, though, I, I can't monitor who belongs to whom. And even if I could, it still is possible for someone to create a fake profile and, and manage to get in there. And I try to be careful about who comes in there, but at the same time, it's hard for me to do that. Anyway, the only way around this is to ask me to post anonymously, which I've done before, or as you meet others there in that group and connect with them, you can write to them privately. That's been happening as well. Also, Sean's ex-wife, Amy, is in the group, and she made a good point when she saw this thread. She wrote, just to give a little perspective, I am the bio mom to Melissa's bonus kids. I love this forum as it gives us a way to see other people's insight to similar situations in our own lives, all of our family issues with the kids, luckily just with the kids and never each other, are handled in our private lives and not shared in the forum. My point is, maybe it would benefit more bio moms and stepmoms to be involved in the same community, especially when it's a community trying to help blended families come together. So I really love that. That was a good point that Amy brought up. The other thing I would add to that is that bio moms need support too. And you may be dealing with a difficult person and she may be making your life miserable, but that doesn't mean she wouldn't benefit from being in this group. Or maybe this group might help her to understand the stepmom's perspective. And I know I'm singling out women here and I don't usually do that. I have men in the group too, but usually it's the women who are more concerned about these things. Bio moms get judged for being vicious, cruel women who automatically hate any new woman who comes into the picture, and that's just not true. Sure, sometimes, but bio moms have vulnerabilities that stepmoms aren't aware of, and I know this because I am both a bio mom and a stepmom, and as Amy said, this group, this podcast is a place where I'm trying to bridge the gap between everyone so that blended families can come together and work together. We are not an ex-bashing show. That being said, if you are dealing with someone who's miserable and you need advice, go ahead and send me your question and I'll post it anonymously for you so that you don't have to worry about any repercussions that can come from it. One last thing I wanna say about the group, it is a place for support, love, motivation, and positivity. That doesn't mean you can't share your feelings or pain. You can and you should. I just ask that everyone avoids judging others or making others feel bad. I have not seen any of that, which is great. But if I miss something and you find something there that's inappropriate, please notify me so that I can take care of it. It's really important for me to maintain a safe protected environment for you all. And I promise to keep doing my best to provide that for you. Okay. In the news, Florence Henderson passed away at 82 years old. If you don't know who she is, she played Carol Brady on the Brady Bunch, the first sitcom to showcase a true blended family back in the seventies, a mom and dad who had three kids each, and were trying to figure out how to make it work. I'm sure you've all seen it or at least heard of it. Anyhow, it just amazes me how progressive that show really was for its time. Now blended families are everywhere and we feel it's very normal, but back then it just wasn't the norm. So rest in peace, Florence Henderson. Let's move on. We're in the holiday season and I have a question from a listener that I'd like to address. This one came to my email and it's from Cassie who lives in California. And thanks for that. I'd love to know where you live when you send in the questions. She says, Melissa, 
I am a mother of two children, ages four and seven. I have been divorced for three years. The holidays are especially difficult for me because I am single. Not just difficult financially, but I'm also really lonely. My ex-husband has a girlfriend and a big family, and so when the holidays come, my kids prefer being there. I can understand that they would rather be with family, and they get more gifts too, but I can't help feeling hurt about it. I know I can't provide what he can. They always invite me along, but I don't go. Many times, even if the kids are supposed to be with me, I let them go with him instead because I feel like they will have a better time. What do you think I should do? Oh, Cassie, this makes me sad for you. Listen, the holidays are hard for so many of us. Even when things are perfect in our life, there is some sadness that comes around the holidays. It's nostalgic, but being alone makes people feel worse. And I know exactly how you feel. I was in your position when I got divorced. And my kids preferred being with dad too, because I was here with no family, where he had his family. And the gift thing, yeah, that happened too, since I was struggling at the time, and he wasn't. Do you have any friends you can lean on for support? Also, you say you're invited over there with your ex-husband. What's holding you back? How is your relationship with your ex and his girlfriend? If you can get over any weird feeling you might have, it might be a really good thing for you. And I'm sure the kids would love it as well. You can always try it. And if it doesn't feel right, you don't have to do it again. And if you don't want to do that, I would tell you, do not feel that you have nothing to offer these kids. Even if you are alone, you can start some new traditions. You can make it really special with just the three of you. All they want is to see mom happy, trust me. They won't care about who's there or how many gifts you give as long as they see you smiling. But if you always forego your holiday, I think you might regret that decision down the road when the kids are older. Enjoy them now while they're young because once they're older, they don't always want to celebrate holidays with you. I hope that helps, Cassie. Let me know what you decide to do. And if anyone has a question, you can send them to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Sometimes I'll answer them on the show, but you'll always get a response from me. And I picked that question for the show because I think we all struggle around the holidays. It's really hard in blended families to try to create traditions and structure. Some of you have set schedules that you follow to a T, but others kind of wing it. That's what we do. And we're able to because we both have exes who are okay with that. And I know we're lucky. Some of you have it where you're trying to make a holiday and each of you have exes and no one wants to work together. And that's sad because ultimately the kids are the ones who hurt there. There's nothing more amazing than looking at a holiday through a child's lens. As adults, the holidays bring stress, but to the children, they're magical. And if we can try to remember that and work together for them so that they can have beautiful memories when they're older, then we're doing our job. Those of you who have teens understand what I'm about to say. Those of you with small children, it just goes by so fast. I remember baking cookies with my kids and leaving a plate out for Santa. I remember little Easter egg hunts and holiday gifts that came home from school. And sadly, I remember the stress that I felt so intensely that I didn't always enjoy those moments. And now looking back, I do wish I was a little more present. I always thought I just had so much more time. Now don't get me wrong, 
My kids are not yet fully grown, but it is different. And I'm sure it will be different again when they're adults. And some of you can tell me how that feels because I haven't gotten there yet. Yes, the holidays are difficult. They can bring out the worst in us and the best in us. Make a decision this year to be your best self. Make a decision to be present. Unfortunately, the holidays have become about gift giving, but you can create something else in your family. Make it about togetherness, love, peace, and joy. Start traditions or continue old traditions that are special to you and your children and enjoy every moment. Try to find the magic that we felt as children. Don't you remember how magical it was? We have to create this for them. And there is a big difference between blended families and traditional families around the holidays. The stress of the blended family takes away some of the magic, but that doesn't mean it's lost. You just might have to work a little harder to find it. So that's all I have for you today. I apologize for not having a more put together show for you, but I also hope that you can benefit from hearing my personal struggles a bit. If anything, it gives you an opportunity to learn a little bit more about me. Before I go, just a reminder, I am now available for one-on-one coaching sessions, $65 for an entire hour. You can ask me anything, you can tell me anything, and we can work together to eliminate any problems that you're experiencing in your blended family. If you're interested, just go to the website or even easier, blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash schedule. One thing to note, I do have a full-time job. So when you go to the link, you'll see that my availability is going to be in my evening hours or on weekends. Depending on where you are in the world, this may or may not work for you. If we need to work something else out, please contact me. I cannot open up my daytime hours on my scheduling app, but if that's what you need, we can find a way to work it out. I can always try to move something around for you. And I'm going to close out the show by letting you all know how truly thankful I am for each and every one of you. It means so much to me that you come back and listen every week, that you share the show with others, and that you trust me to help you with your blended families. You are a gift to me, and I hope you know that. Have a great week, everyone, and I love you all. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.